our strength, our, our best hope is in our willingness to accept that individually we don't have all the answers. And when we see past wins or, or losses and we focus on results, not insults, man, just imagine, imagine what we could accomplish. <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm not sure we're anywhere close to that moment right now. We're nowhere close to that, are we? And will we ever be back to that moment? Well, let me ask this question. Has there ever been that moment? We sort of romanticize. Well, some of us do. I think some of us are pretty cynical about politics to begin with, but a lot of folks romanticize about a time when there was bipartisanship, when people used to work together at every level of government, but I think especially focusing on the national scene, Congress and Senate presidency, working together to solve problems, to tackle big issues, to pass bills, pass bills to get to not have filibusters, right? To not have to wait for 60 votes, to get 60 votes for 51 votes. We could pass big legislation, huge generational legislation working together. So we romanticize about those days. And we look to today where we can't get much of anything done without just total party control, one, one party rule, one party pushing legislation through when both parties, when a party controls both houses, House and Senate and the presidency, we then see some stuff happening. We may disagree with it, we may love it, but we see it happening then, but we don't really see it happening when you have split, a split House, if you will, split Congress and Senate or presidency. If any of those are of the of different party in control, we just don't see a whole lot of big stuff happening. So we romanticize about when things got done, right? When we would do big things as a country, we would pass, you know, bills to create Medicare, you know, bills to provide civil rights to folks. And we're, we're at a time now when it's really tough and almost impossible to do big things in a bipartisan way. So what do we do? Every election I hear folks say, oh, I want somebody who's gonna work with the other party. I just want people to get stuff done. I'm sick of both parties. I just want stuff to get done. But look who we elect. Look who we elect. We elect people in both parties, in both parties, who kowtow to a party, who kowtow to the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, the platforms respectively of those parties. And that's what they do when they're in office. And they may work together with folks. I'm not saying every politician just works with their own party. Not true. They do. But when it comes to these big generational things, much more difficult to see bipartisanship at all because they're worried about losing in a primary or losing the general election. So we romanticize about a time that once was, 
And I'll argue, I'm not even sure it ever really was. I think this deep-seated divisiveness and cultural angst has always been there to some degree. And certain times in our history, it bubbles to the surface, and then it recedes a bit and bubbles again, driven by world events, national events, elections, catastrophes, disasters. Whatever the case may be, there are things that, that drive, that, that foment and cause folks to be more expressive about their angst. Economic angst, right? Social, cultural angst, racial angst. It's always been there. But now it's just really at the surface. But it's always been there. So I, I don't think it's fair for us to say there's always been a time when people, there was a time when people always worked together. Not true. Not true at all. Go back and look at the votes in the 60s on the big, the big stuff that Lyndon Johnson pushed through. Go back and look at the votes in the 30s. FDR pushing through his New Deal agenda. Those were partisan votes. So has there ever really been this time of grand bipartisanship? No, I don't think there has been. Look, Go look at the record. Look back in time. There have been times when there have been more bipartisanship, but, but there hasn't been a majority, if you will, of legislation going through in a bipartisan way. It's a bit of a myth. It's a bit of a myth. So as our country moves forward, and hopefully over time we do move forward, a few steps forward, a few steps back, maybe a few more steps forward, that we can recognize this angst that we have and recognize that about ourselves as a people. That we are driven, driven by this angst. And this angst can come in many different forms. Like I said, it can be cultural, it can be social, racial, economic, generational. So there's a lot of different types of anxieties and frustrations that really drive our politics and always have. So if it was a myth, if it was a myth that we've never really had this bipartisanship, real bipartisanship, how do we move forward? Because the voters out there, people voting in elections say that they want that, that they want bipartisanship. They want people working together, but then they vote for people who say the other side's the enemy. How do we, how do those go together? Do they go together? People don't like negative campaign ads, yet negative campaign ads are the majority of campaign ads on TV and in print and online, and they still work. They still work, but they don't want them. Because it feeds into that angst. It feeds into the anxieties people have, those, those negative ads. 
So we're, we're at this point in our politics, we're at this point in our politics where we have to start making choices and we have to start practicing what we preach. If we really want bipartisanship, people working together, then we need to look toward electing people that want to do that. And if we don't, then don't. Let both sides, both extremes, pull the parties in different directions and let's duke it out. Let's have a battle of ideas. Let's work on things. Let's push legislation. Let's see what the heck happens. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens when you have two extremes pulling in both directions as, as hard as they can. And the middle, the middle there is gone. It's gone. And we're, we're there now. It, it's getting worse and worse. But who you vote for matters. Who you vote for matters at every level. So ultimately, the responsibility comes back to you as a voter to do your research, understand what you're voting for, who you're voting for, what they're about. Not necessarily just strictly party line. But to wrap this up, I still believe in the politics of the possible even in these impossible times. <laughs> our strength and our best hope is in our willingness to accept that individually we don't have the answers. That we gotta move past winning and losing. This is not a game. Results, not insults. I mean, just again, just imagine where we could be if we had a little more of that. Just imagine where we could be. Oh, the cynical, cynical, cynical person I am at times. I just don't feel like we're we're close to that yet. We have a lot of work to do. I don't know if we're ever going to get there. Till next time. Be safe. Be well. And be kind. Bye bye.